Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey, 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 welcome back. Um, we're so we're looking forward to this episode. It's a new year. It's our first episode of 2022. Um, Quay, also our first year up anniversary is coming up. Coming up soon. Every time we have a new year, I'm like, I, I get Wait, excited. I said our first year, our, our second, second year, year anniversary is coming up, I- which is crazy. The past two years, every time, including this year, because we've only been doing it two years, every time it comes up, like the new year, I'm like, our podcast anniversary is coming up, and I get excited because we've committed to it and done it, except a lot of times, and some of the times, we do recognize we ghost y'all, so we hope we don't trigger anyone when we don't show up or don't release, Um, we're not really ghosting you, we just have a lot of shit going on, and um, Sometimes we have to take care of ourselves first. And we're, like. here, to, we're here to update y'all. And we've <laughs> always remained, you know, I mean, look at the COVID news. If it's up. Oh, yeah. We're, we're like, down. We're affected. <laughs> yeah. If it's up, we're down and out. We said that before, too. And this still, still rings true. Um, so with our first announcement, we would like to tell you all that over the holidays, both Grace and I separately um, got COVID. So that was um, kind of, that was, to, I guess to some level to be expected for me, but for you, that was also, um, well, you have a lot of touch points with your son too, but it's, it's also, um, it was during the holidays that sucked. Yeah, like, so yeah, I got it. And Quay was laughing at me because I'm like, I remember it. I remember it so well because it literally hit me one evening. I'm like, hmm, my throat really hurts. Like just all of a sudden. And then, but I didn't find out. I was probably the last, um, like probably one of the last like to get the PCR testing before they're like, no one can get PCR testing now except certain certain individuals. Um, so I got like a PCR test that I booked in advance, just like expecting, you know, you know, I'm going to see family over the holidays and I just want to like be in the clear. Um, but then I found out like two days later and I was already through the symptoms. So it was kind of like, well, you have COVID, but you really like don't have COVID anymore because I was almost past like the isolation time. So that was kind of like, it, I don't know if it was like, you have COVID, like buckle down, like things are about to like get hard now. And it's like, I already went through yeah. like, the crappy part, which for everyone, like we were saying, Quay and I, like we both didn't get fevers. So that shouldn't be like your main like symptom you're looking out for. Like for me, the worst part was the body aches, but my very first symptom was a sore throat, but it didn't last that long. So I'll let Quay explain hers. 
My very first symptom was a sore, was a runny. If I think about it, it was like a runny, stuffy nose. And then I had a sore throat all of a sudden and I like hurt so bad. And I didn't think I had it because I was coughing up phlegm. And then I went to go. I think the worst part about me was like not being able to sleep at night because my nose was so stuffed. Um, that was my worst part. I didn't really have much body chills. I think I had like aches one day. But then also, I think I've explained it before, like, I don't have a lot of body awareness. So if my body hurts, I'm just like, oh, it hurts. I'm not like, oh, this is an ache or, oh, this is a, um, like a chill. Like, I don't really, I don't really have that. So <laughs> maybe that should be something I'm going to work on for the new year. But we got through it. Yeah. Yeah, so we got through it. We're both healthy. I feel like my friend was calling me a superstar because I'm like, both Quay and I were triple vaxxed and we both have had Omicron. So we're like super immune to it now. Um, but of mm -hmm. course, like we want to protect everyone else because it can, we can transmiss, transmit, transmit yeah. it, transmit it. So um, that's the thing that I think is and we talked about it before but it's like that's the thing that I don't we were like don't we didn't want to do all at any time we didn't want to be transmitters and spread it and infect other people but um so that's always been the scariest part for me when no matter like that I had it or I didn't have it because I'm like I don't want to touch something or breathe on someone and like have it for a day but be okay and then give it to somebody else mm -hmm. Yeah, um, but we are gonna keep this episode light because me and Grace just were recording this today and it was just after Doug Ford had made some announcements and the worst thing that is impacting me is that the gyms are closed, but yeah. I am still grateful. Grace reminded me that you can still go outside, you can still walk and I'm going to have to because I have an announcement for everybody. I am going to run a half marathon at the end of May. So I haven't been running since I got back from Portugal in October. So um, I got to fucking get going and like get back on the train so that I can put the kilometers in at the end of May. And if anyone's in Calgary, I'll be in Calgary on May 29th running. So I invite y'all to come run with me if you want. Oh, it's in Calgary. There. What? Yeah. Wow. And That's then, really exciting. Also, I don't know if you guys know about this group, but they're called Mula Wellness. And they're a bunch of like fitness chicks from out west. And they're hosting a, um, like a challenge for eight weeks. And it's starting today. And I am doing it. I'm doing it with my friend, Miquan Tolpin. We are going to win something. We are trying really hard. We're going to try real hard because the top prizes are like a trip to Mexico. What? Mm -hmm. A trip to Dakota Dunes Casino. And then like another trip to Banff for three nights. So I'm like, I'm trying to win because... I will how, to go how to Mexico. Like, how do you win? There's like a point system. So you get points, a maximum of points per thing. So per submission. So like if I submit and then 
So I submit my transformation photo. So I'm going to take one today and then I'll take one at the end of this thing, at the end of the eight weeks. And then they'll, they'll rank, I'm pretty sure they'll rank me on that, like how good my transformation photo is. But then also there's bi-weekly check-ins and there's one-on-one -on -one coaching. So like, I'll talk to my, the people, the girls there, and we'll talk about like my muscle mass and they do it more holistically where they have like, they're going to have like holistic meetings or challenges once a week. And some people like the girl who won, I think last time or the one who had, she's on their, on their page. She was like a mom. And, or she is a mom, but like, she's a mom. And she was talking about how carving out that time for her was so important for her and her mental health and like dedicating time for herself and how that helped her prioritize and give from, like fill it, that helped her fill up her own cup. And mm -hmm. I think that's, um, that's not something I struggle with, but I definitely am going to take in all the good lessons and tips that I can from this and be I'm like I'm so excited for you positive so like how does the points like how do you get points like is it because it, it can't just be <laughs> You're all, like asking again it can't just um, be all like weight loss though like is it like okay so I didn't mention that each week there's like a weekly challenge you have to do about wellness and I think it might be like I don't know attending something a seminar or something like that I, uh, I'll tell you more as I okay. go as you go but okay um, I can't wait for your like weekly updates on this um <laughs> um I want to like say something funny if I if I like joins like I know I can't now but like um but can I do my announcement that will lead into that okay yeah yeah, yeah. do yours okay so I have a huge announcement um I don't like I I don't think many followers of our podcast follow me personally on Instagram, but I announced that I am expecting, um, I'm like halfway, I'm like 21 weeks as we're recording this. So I'm due in May, um, the beginning of May. And it's so exciting um, because like we've been wanting this for so long. Um, and I know we're going to do highlights of like our 2021 and it'll kind of my highlights will kind of lead into um, all the changes I did to really ultimately get pregnant. Um, but I was just thinking if I joined like um, that like wellness challenge at Koizen and like my before picture would be like smaller and then my like after <laughs> picture would be bigger. <laughs> I'm like, how would they track that? But I mean, oh yeah, you're like with the points. How do I win this? <laughs> because it is a weird thing because like <clears throat> last year my body within a year has gone through so much change like I lost 40 pounds and then now it's kind of weird for me to like like it took me such hard work to like lose that weight which was necessary and then now I'm like oh wait no like it's it's good for me to see the scale go up like slightly not like significantly but um so it's kind of just been like a mind game for me to see that, but um, everything has, has been going good for, for this pregnancy and we're expecting a baby girl, which is wild. Um, Quay and I will have like different perspectives to give on like having a little girl around because we're just always surrounded by boys having yeah. brothers or nephews. So this is going to be a new experience and we're super excited. 
And I was trying to get tips for her and for you, like telling the follower, our listeners, I was trying to get tips for her and asking my friend Nora, because she has two girls, like, what, what are your tips and tricks? Like you raised them so lovely and well. And she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. So she'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) And but that reassured you, didn't it? It did. And I also just feel like I'm going to be a better person having a girl um, and being a mom to a girl just because I feel like even just having a boy or having a son and like being a wife, I have this like feeling and like need that I need to like provide for them. Right. Like, oh, no, 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 Nico. Like, I'm like, sit down, have your dinner. Um, I don't know. It's just like a mother son thing where I just like want to work. I don't know. I don't think I'll be harder on my girl, but I'll be like, Hey, you know what? Us girls like had a hard day. Let's order takeout. Like just being <laughs> super like relaxed like that. Um, but, um, I am very excited to have a girl and I feel just like, I was kind of mentioning this, mentioning this in my, um, in my last like counseling session that like, I want to be able to like have things figured out, not completely, but I want to be able to like get through things because obviously like our girl, our girls, our boys, like they're going to go through things when they're adults. And I want to be like, Hey, like I've been through, you know, these struggles and this is how I got through it where I don't want to just be like, I gave up or, you know, like, so I'm putting in like really hard work in my counseling, but that's really ultimately who I'm doing it for now. Like I first is myself, but I want to be able to give good advice to, to my kids when they're going through things when they're older. When you're describing it to me, it doesn't even sound like giving good advice. It's about like being that you want to be that good safety net that will let them make mistakes and be like, you know what? It's okay. You made a mistake and you tried, but like, let's do it again. And like, there's no problem in failing because aren't like children supposed to fail and we're the ones that are like oh okay you tried that let's try something else we're the ones supposed to be guiding them through life like Mm -hmm. and supporting them that way so and yeah I think also like rephrasing things because I think for us we played sports for so long that it was like win or lose like there's no middle ground but like in life there is definitely balance Yeah. And even just like in terms of my marriage too, like, I don't want them to like, I don't want when they're older, I don't want to be like, oh, like mom and dad, like have never like been through anything hard. Like I want them to like, no, like relationships are hard work. And this is like what we've had to do to make it work. Um, Cause I think that's what we all, like, we all see like social media, like partners and relationships and we're like oh like they look like so perfect and Mm -hmm. a lot of them you know like they have their struggles so yeah it's it's so exciting so I'm excited to just get through like these next four months and then just pop her out and enjoy the summer (laughs) I think the thing that like when you talk about like oh I want them to have like good relationships that's so good and it makes me think about like or like working through it and it makes me think about like what I want for my own self and I want to like identify like green flags from my my children like what are green flags in relationship 
what make the relationship worth it to stay in and work through mm-hmm. because for me if I've had relationships where uh, like I had a relationship where I stayed in it because I thought you're supposed to mm-hmm. and it's like no if there's no green flags in that relationship then like leave yeah so if it's not like um if it's yeah if it's not going anywhere if it's not progressing if it's not when you have to look for these like green flags um just because my because I, I learned I know this now just because my parents stayed in their relationship and chose each other every day and woke up to and like woke up and made that conscious decision every day doesn't mean you I have to do it with anyone I have like there's someone that I need to find and pick and like do that with and that will look different yeah and then that will look different for my own kids and like our own, your own future kids yeah future daughter yeah so um yeah that's my big announcement and I'm really excited so um should we just keep like the good news flowing we're gonna get into some highlights (laughs) do you want to mention anything you've been talking you've been watching on netflix so lately because like we got into some shows because we were on isolation yeah okay so um i believe you watched this too quite i finished emily emily in paris like i had Mm -hmm. to start from season one because i never watched Mm -hmm. it so i watched that completely which was which was good and then i also um rewatched all technically eight movies of the Harry Potter with like Nico and like Benny um and that was really fun so now we're actually gonna read the books and like read you know like maybe a chapter or just like how many pages we can like before bed with Nico um and I know I was gonna put this in my highlight of like an interesting movie but for some reason it's hard for me to get in movies because I just like look at the time and I'm like (laughs) it's so like an hour and a half movie I'm like that's so long but I'll watch like five episodes that are like yeah (laughs) but um, one movie I did watch over the holidays which was super interesting was called Don't Look Up and it was with Leonardo DiCaprio and Meryl Streep and Jonah Hill and that was really cool so everyone should take a look at that and yeah what did you watch Quay? okay so the first one you named what was that one again Emily in Paris what did you think about it um I mean it was just one of those like shows that like I wasn't too invested in it was just kind of like oh I could watch this and like also like be on my phone too but mm-hmm. kind of into it like I wasn't like crazy about it I agree I thought I watched it definitely for the clothes for the scenes of Paris for like the traveling aspect of that so that's why I watched it and I I enjoyed it because it was very light but also I was seeing on social media that like the guys like I don't want to be called a heartthrob blah 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 blah. and I'm like nobody is calling you a heartthrob it's the London man that's the heartthrob who called you a heartthrob I did not you my heart is not throbbing for you man who owns a restaurant oh my Gabrielle heart, yeah I'm like who is calling you that nobody yeah. I was like blown away that he was like said that in the interview so you like you liked Antoine better not in the beginning I thought he was annoying as hell and I'm like 
this man who I could care less. But then um, I liked him in the end, but I always thought he was attractive and buff and like heartthrobby. Yeah. And then you kind of like, because re- you're kind of like, oh, he's just like, you know, kind of slimy, like having girls on the side. But then it seemed like the wife was like actually setting him up with the girls, like approving them. Because remember the wife was like, said to Emily, like, oh, like I approve, like you'll be a good match for my husband. She said that and she was like, it was like, oh, okay. And then it made me think that like, she knows what he does on the side. And I'm like, oh, well. I mean, wait, the guy from London had a wife? <clears throat> Antoine, like the perfume guy? Wait, are you talking about the first season or the second season? I think this happened in the second season, but they're in both seasons. You didn't see the wife too often, only like. Okay. Did you watch the end of season two? Mm-hmm. Let me look up his name. Hold on. Um, Grace, do you want to talk about another episode while I do some investigation? Some investigation. Sure. So. Um, I'll go over my highlights of 2021. I know that's how we wanted to talk about like the main bulk of this episode. So as if you've been following along this past year, um, I really took control of my health, which was amazing. Like this time last year, you know what, actually I say this, um, I will probably like this time last year. I was at my heaviest and I'll probably be less like before I give birth than I was like this time last year, which is wild. Um, so I took control of my health. I got super healthy. Um, I started counseling, which was amazing. And it's just been great to like see my progress um, throughout all these months. Traveling with my family was amazing in the summer. And then ultimately, uh, I feel like my goal all these years has been um, to get pregnant. It's been frustrating that like my body has been working against me, it feels. So um, taking control of my health to get pregnant has been like the biggest like blessing. So um, that's super exciting. And then I think Koi did find the name Alfie from Alfie from the French class was the heartthrob. Oh. Antoine, Antoine and Gabrielle are not heartthrobs. I'm like, do you know you have to be like um, swoon-worthy? Like, do they know that? I'm going to tweet them. <laughs> I'm like so offended at that. But um, yeah, that's what I, th- that's what the name, the name is. It's Elfie from, um, Emily in Paris that I thought was the real heartthrob. Yeah. Totally. But let's go back to shows before I do my highlights or my best things that happened to me. Um, I did finish watching. So when we did that episode about um, Selling Sunset, I didn't watch fully the first season. And now that I watched fully the first season and watched the second season, my opinions haven't changed. I still hate Christine. I still think she's um, nasty, but I also think it's definitely scripted. And I think that like, it's it's from the same person who made um, The Hills. 
and I think like Laguna Beach and we all know now that like that was scripted so we can only assume that this is done like that as well mm-hmm. so other than Selling Sunset I watched Selling Tampa I watched Emily in Paris oh my god what I watched think, what did you think of Selling Tampa because I watched that too I thought that girl could have been a better, a better boss. Me too. I was like, I'm like, for her to mock, I think like mock her team. And I feel the way that she does talk to her team. I'm like, that isn't a good leader. I don't think. You don't. I'm like, you either want them to be your friends or you want to be a boss and you have to draw those lines. And it is uncomfortable when you have such cool friends. Like if she thinks those girls are cool. I don't know though, but yeah, she could have been a better boss. Yeah, I didn't. The clothes are something that I would wear in that seat in that in Miami or no Tampa versus um, Sunset, like LA. Um, Yeah, I would wear their clothes more. But that was that was what I felt. Um, Okay, and then I wanted to mention I watched Big Little Lies. And Meryl Streep is in it. I think it's Meryl Streep. And she is so good at acting. I hated her. Really? I like despised her in season two. And I'm like, you're so good at playing this nasty role. And you're so like in any of the roles that she plays, she's so she's just so talented, I think. Um, I think also same with Nicole Kidman. I never really knew a lot of her work. But after watching Big Little Lies, I think that she's really, they're really talented. And also that Shayla Woody, Woody girl. Oh, she's dating that football person now, right? Aaron Rodgers. Is she? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, she is. Um, <laughs> you want to read the book together? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, it was adopted from a book. Uh, I'll totally read it. Um, and then that rounds out what I was watching while I was at home on Cope with on isolation. I changed my bedroom around a bit and definitely sorted. Oh my god, I sorted through so many papers that I had just like in two boxes in my apartment and I threw them all out. Good. I like didn't need them. I was just keeping them for like because I would just like grab something and be like, oh, this is important for later. Important for later. And when I finally went through it, I'm like, well, that's not important. And I didn't need it. And like, I I threw so many things out. Also, I used to keep, this is funny. I used to keep an Xbox, like stuff from your exes you put into a box. Mm-hmm. And then like, I wanted to like burn it on my wedding day or something. But then I found it. I like found things that I was going to put in it. And I'm like, I don't fucking need this shit. And then I threw out the whole box. I was like, I don't fucking need this. Yeah. It was just, I caught COVID and I let everything else go. Good. <laughs> um, but to keep this light, yeah, being Grace wanted to talk about our highlights. And I think that my highlights were being able to hang out with my nephew so much. Because me and Grace always talk about this, like we live in in southern Ontario and we're from the north. So and like family is so important to us and we're big family people when we are home. So being away from them is so hard. 
Um, but we chose this life. <laughs> <laughs> we chose this life. Um, and then uh, my new role at work. So I was in an acting position before, and then I was appointed to it permanently. And like that was been that's been such a good highlight for me in my growth in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, and then traveling outside the country, as many of you know, I went international. That was really fun. And I'm so glad I had the opportunity to do that. And just like feeling really grateful that I could, I did do that. And then I think that this year I had a lot of growth and like self-realization or reflection, maybe reflection through therapy. Mm -hmm. And I talked about it before where like I've been feeling out of balance. Like I've been working so hard on like emotional and mental and I need to get back to spiritual and physical and like um but I've never really gone that way before now that I look back at my life and look back at the year I've never really dived so deeply into my emotional and mental well-being that I'm like that was that's the highlight for me 2021 I like put in that work and um it was trying to find a balance with everything Mm -hmm. and when you do it for the first time like that it's hard to find balance like you're not going to be like we would know trying new skills you're not going to get it the first time so just got to keep trying to find that balance between all four quadrants of my being Mm -hmm. yeah totally I feel like 2020 just kind of like shook everyone up they're like yeah "Ah." and then like 2021 we kind of made like steps like how to like you know, figure this shit out. And then 2022, we're just like, you know, a little more on it, a little more on it. Um, I'm like tired. (laughs) Tired. (laughs) We are tired. Um, But we're like kind of getting used to it. I mean, all the uncertainties like that sucks. And like, oh yeah, it sucks. And like, we work in a field where we see the comments all the time on social media from our students and we're like, yo, it sucks. We don't really know though. Like we can't, we don't know how to make this better, but what we do know and what we've been doing is <laughs> I'm like keeping ourselves safe. And I'm like, man, we both got COVID. So <laughs> yeah, but we do, we do know what to do, right? Like wear your mask wash your hands and hand sanitize and like um be cautious that like it's a contagious thing so we know what to do yeah we do know so those were kind of our highlights of 2021 I think we had a good year like I mean things were you know really hard and rocky at some points but what do they say like it doesn't matter if you pressure makes diamonds. What? <laughs> it's like not what you wanted to say, but this is how I feel about the year. Pressure makes diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds. And I'm like, how much pressure and shit did we have? So like we had we had COVID. We had our life problems. We couldn't go to the gym. We couldn't hang out with our friends. We could, that's so much pressure on us. But Pressure makes diamonds. Yes, pressure to make diamonds and tough times make tough people. 
<laughs> that's what you're gonna say no but that's what came so um a little top celebrity gossip we thought of were yeah were the kim and kanye breakup um the camilla and sean mendez um no surprise tristan and chloe getting cheated on again and Uh i don't think they're together now um and also donald trump not being reelected. so that's that's our top yeah news of 2021 do you want to talk about it for a little bit for a second because i have two things to say sure you say kim and kanye i'm a little shocked but everyone like breaks up but i'm so annoyed at kanye like you want to beg for your girl back but then you want to be able to have a girlfriend but then you want to buy a thing across the road from her but then you like like can you make up your fucking mind i thought they they were like two peas in a pod but i just feel like no one can be with him like i don't think he's capable in being in a long-term relationship like he's gonna have like flings and girlfriends and whatever but i don't think he's ever gonna be in something like long term mm-hmm. Um, and then also I think he did lose his mom right so I don't know how much access or how much he is accessing uh, are you no using um, therapy or anything like that but like that's a lot to heal from mm-hmm. so and then the second thing I want to say is that you want to take your man back and that's fine but I'm pretty sure for Tristan and Chloe Tristan hates her why why would you cheat on your girl so much if you liked her? The yeah. smidgen. If you liked your girl a smidgen, it wouldn't have happened three times. Yeah. A smidge. <laughs> three times. I'm sure it's happened way more. Like True. I feel like three times were just like relationships he's been in. <laughs> like other relationships <laughs> he's been in. Like I'm sure he's definitely like cheating. Like, he's yeah. probably a serial cheater. And then I hate so much that he's from Canada. Like, I know. Could you be from anywhere else, please? <laughs> I know. And especially like where we live too. Like he's yeah, he's from like Toronto or the GTA. Annoying. So, annoying. And then I'm just really grateful that Donald Trump wasn't reelected. And um I think that's a really I was gonna say that's a really good note to leave on. But then I'm like but then we still have fucking Justin Trudeau. So we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, we wanted to give you a lighthearted episode about our tops, our highlights um, of 2021. And just remind you all that pressure makes diamonds and tough times make tough people. And we hope that you have a happy, healthy, and blessed. 2022. Hello. So your podcast, Andy's, know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness um, helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, seven days a week to offer counseling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat. 
at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast aunties love you.